You are listening to The Well Network Stories, stories of faith and faithfulness that we pray will help edify and encourage you as you continue to grow and mature in being a stronger disciple-maker of Jesus. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Well Podcast for TWC Stories. Here today we have Kobe Knight. Kobe, how are you? I'm doing good, Joel. How are you? Doing great, man. Um, so let's just go ahead and get started. So... Let's talk about the beginning of your story and hear about how you grew up. Right. So I was born in Savannah, Georgia. My dad was military, and he just got out, so we moved to Kentucky, uh, which is where I've lived for the longest. I was there for eight years. And, you know, through that time, we were in and out of churches, uh, never really found a church home until about the last year we were there. And... uh, we got pretty involved, and that's where I first kind of, like, had this grasp of the idea of Christ and, like, really understood what it meant. So um, I went up and, you know, said, hey, you know, I believe, and we went through that process and ended up getting baptized there. Um, after that, we moved shortly after because of Dad's job overseas uh, to Italy, and we were there for three years. Again, it was kind of the same deal. We were... Um, in and out of church, tried to get involved. Uh, We were never super consistent with it, and we ended up coming to Alabama after that, again, following a job, and we've been here now for uh, almost six or seven years. Right, and whenever you moved to Alabama, that's when I met you. Mm -hmm. I remember, I think you were in ninth grade? Yes. Maybe before that. but I remember we played baseball together. Yep. Yep. That was a that was a good time. We were both very bad. So yeah, that was good. Um, yep. I remember us both being in that same environment, and you know I can kind of relate to that pretty heavily. So I moved off to college. Three years later, you moved off to college. So talk about that a little bit. Right. So in high school, probably eleventh or twelfth grade, I really started looking for a college, and I ended up coming to UNA just following the money, you know, got the most uh, financial aid here, which, you know, ended up being a really big blessing, but uh, just following the money, and then it was the summer um, going into college that I actually got a, a DM from you, you know, saying, hey, heard you're coming to college here at UNA, why don't we get together sometime, and like, you can come to the church I've been going to, we can read together, you know, how does that sound? Yeah, I remember that day, um, I was actually in between cutting grass, so I just finished one yard, I think I was in the middle of another one, and the Lord just laid it on my heart to, like, just text you and say, talk to this person, invite them to do discipleship things, and invite them to church, and what started that was just, I found out that you were going through two friends who were just hanging out at Walmart, which I had gone to to get like shampoo or something so Mm -hmm. if I hadn't gone to get shampoo that day I wouldn't have known probably wouldn't have texted you yeah so the Lord working through simple things like that is really incredible yeah and it was actually really amazing the timing because when I got that text I had kind of come into this unsteady place where I was realizing like I have this need for church and this need for a relationship with God but that was something that I didn't truly have at that time so like I said, that timing with that coming in and you inviting me, it was like impeccable. <laughs> well, the Lord works in 
really cool ways to like simple obedience from my story for Sal and Garrett down to me and his discipleship to me and then just me asking you a question mm-hmm. one day out of nowhere led to us being here together recording this podcast so Crazy. it's really awesome um so like you said what ultimately led to you recognizing your need for Christ right so um, like I said earlier I was in that summer and I was just in this kind of rough spot of I would almost say like running away from I would say the pressure uh, of being a Christian Uh, and I was you know just kind of doing my own thing and having no regard for anyone else basically and then you know it came back and bit me in the butt and then like I said then I realized I had the need for a church and for Christ and then we I ended up coming to UNA got with you and got introduced to the well and we started reading together and that was a game changer for me Um, it just really opened my eyes to what a healthy church is and looks like and then the impact that that can have on my life right yeah for sure I can really resonate with that um just understanding and like actually being in a community for once it's it's definitely a game changer so um we went through romans for i believe about six or seven weeks yes and then you went to the well weekend which is our like membership class thing um so just talk about that because that's where the lord really right so by this point i've been going to the well for a minute and i've been really um getting involved and diving headfirst into this uh, this church and its culture and the people within it. And so like you said, I'd gone to the Well Weekend uh, because I was considering membership. And in the Well Weekend, you, um, the church had played the Death to Life videos that we have. And it was during one of them, it was during Julie Higgs, that Uh, It was really kind of resonating with me, her before Christ story. And then all of that stuff that she was saying was like, oh, wow, you know, I do that or I feel this way or like this is the attitude I have. And then that made me really kind of like reevaluate where I was standing uh, with Christ. And then so after that, I looked at the form for membership, and one of the questions was, uh, you know, have you received salvation and uh, also had believer's baptism or something like that? And I remember walking up to you and being like, you know, hey, I don't know about this question. I don't know if I can answer that truthfully and be like, yes, I have. You know, so that really created this conflict in me. And I ended up going home to work in Athens and on that car ride home, it was just hitting me. And I remember one of the things that Julie Hick was saying in her video, she prayed for the Lord to overwhelm her. And then I started that prayer and I just lost it, dude. I broke down and I was like crying, like right before work. And you know, it just really clicked that like, I needed the Lord and I needed to be in obedience to the Lord. Yeah, I remember you texted me and saying like basically just told me what you told me right then and I was like well you know we're going to church tomorrow 
let's just get there early. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we did. We talked about it. And you just essentially said, yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty prepared to, you know, follow Christ. And I didn't really know what to do at that point. I had not been a Christian for super long. So I just gave you to Alan, our pastor, and uh, said, Alan, Kobe has something to talk to you about. Right, right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, so you transferred me off to Alan. That's right. And uh, he took me down, actually, into this office right here. And we sat and, you know, kind of, like, went over everything, um, everything we just talked about and talked about what it meant to be a follower of Christ and then asked if, you know, I was like, that's what I felt like doing all that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we... I uh, sat down here and prayed, and I, you know, really, um, what I would say truly for, like, the first time, accepted Christ in my heart, um, you know, to just, like, lead me and guide me and have a relationship with. Yeah. I remember you coming out of that office, and you just looked exuberant. Like, you, your right. face had changed, your demeanor had changed. You know, just talking to you from that point on was just different. Yeah. you just... You're part of the community, part of the family, like truly now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, rolling off of that, let's talk about like your worldview, your perspective, like the reason that you live now as opposed to beforehand, mm-hmm. like the changes that underwent in that process. Right. So, like I said earlier, um, before I was almost running from this responsibility of living a Christian life, you know, and I would definitely say I was kind of in this uh, culture of cultural Christianity and just that mindset and I didn't really like it so I was just doing my own thing and whatever I wanted basically and then after you know it's kind of like a a veil was lifted up over my eyes and I can like really see how things are um, how I should be living according to the word and you know just all that stuff Right, so, again, rolling off of that question, you understood how to do those things through continued Bible study, both, like, with me, with others, through, like, our bigger small groups, and just your own personal studies. So, talk about how, specifically, like, discipleship has impacted you. So, the huddles and tribes were instrumental both in leading me to Christ and also helping me uh, sustain and grow that relationship after Um, you know, I would say the biggest thing about Huddles and Tribes is the accountability that we have, uh, because that's something that I've never experienced before coming here, and I'd say that's definitely a game changer, and it, uh, better prepares me and everyone, you know, who is a part of a Huddle or Tribe to be able to go out into the world and, you know, face the challenges that it presents. Mm -hmm. So you said that is one of the main factors for your growth and mm-hmm. your relationship with Christ. You're just able to grow in community as opposed to yes. lone wolfing it, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely, because it's, you know, when we have the community around us, we're stronger, I feel like I would say. Yeah, definitely agree with that. So for people who come from a similar background, coming from, you know, cultural Christianity, it being all around you from the school you go to, to your family, to the churches they went to, to now, um, what would be your advice to those people who feel like there's really more pressure to Christianity than there is like, right. actual joy? Yeah, my advice is to um, 
almost forget these pressures that are put on you and instead give it all to God. Um, like I said earlier, I heard in Julie Higgs' video and then I prayed for God to overwhelm me and that just opened my eyes to, you know, the power that he has to take control of our lives and just guide us. And it becomes a lot easier when I can rely on God instead of relying on myself to get through life. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot easier, isn't mm -hmm. it? It is, yes. Yeah, a whole lot of pressure taken off you to live how you want to do as opposed to just letting God do all the work. That's right. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Kobe. Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Well Network. The Well Network is a church planning network with a vision of planting 16 churches in university cities by 2026. You can find out more, including how you can be involved, at wellchurchnetwork.com. Please subscribe to this channel to ensure you don't miss any of our future episodes. And as always, The Well Network exists to send disciple makers of Jesus by being disciple makers of Jesus. And we hope this podcast has helped to encourage and edify you towards that end.